Hey everybody, welcome back for episode 131 of The Path Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on The Path today. Well, we're going to make up for lost time over the last couple of weeks. Took a little break uh, from the podcast, but we're going to cover all of Revelation chapter 20 today. um, And uh, maybe a minute or two longer than what we normally do, but stick with us. There's some good stuff here. So, um, But uh, chapter 20 is, is a pivotal chapter, I think, in, in kind of the whole story of the book of Revelation. Um, but Derek, maybe just <clears throat> give us like the 30,000 foot overview of chapter 20, and then we can kind of dig into some more uh, details. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, you're coming, you can't take it away from the fact that you're coming out of 19, yeah. where Jesus is on the white horse. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> He 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 wins the battle. I mean, he yeah. it's it's the. There's not much of a battle. <laughs> yeah, nineteen yeah, he wins. Nineteen yeah. is kind of what everything's been leading up to since Jesus came, um, you know, in flesh and yeah, and especially died on the cross and rose again from the de- from the dead. This is a picture, a vision of what that's going to be like when he comes again in this full mm-hmm. king of kings lord of lords you know vision yeah and like like you talked about the the victory is already won yeah that he won the victory at the cross oh, and resurrection yeah, and this is just kind of the the consummation of that victory absolutely yeah. absolutely so you're coming out of that and so what i did was title that first message jesus wins the mm-hmm. one out of 19 yeah the last half of 19 well then, and this is two weeks ago, but then um, last week's message I, I titled "Satan Loses." So I mean that's I mean that's the gist. Like if if Jesus wins, yeah, somebody's got to lose, right. and that that that, and it's not just Satan, but it's it's everything that I, that that encompasses. Yeah, yeah. The dragons, the beasts, <clears throat> you know, Babylon. We've already seen that. Uh, die mm-hmm. this world system that you know, and, and then all the people that have bought into that too, yeah. right? Yeah. That that have um, given themselves over headlong, <clears throat> headlong mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, to go back to I don't know if you if you if you remember way back, you know, almost two years ago now when we started this, that that initial image you had was of that false kingdom that yeah. set up around <clears throat> the kingdom of God and. This is now the like the final obliteration oh, yeah, of that false kingdom. Absolutely obliterated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and and Daryl Johnson gave us that imagery, mm-hmm. um, and also just this idea of the clashing of those two kingdoms. Yeah, and that's what we feel today. Like we feel this bumping up against, like mm-hmm. it's the coming kingdom of Christ yeah. that's that's breaking out of this, you know, this surrounding false kingdom. Yeah, and this is that moment. 19 and 20 where <clears throat> that that just you know the final push everything mm-hmm. is obliterated that's a great word uh, yeah. to describe it and so in all of this uh, there are things on this side of the vision that mm-hmm. that we need to understand and see and realize to give us strength to face the days we face yeah and uh, there are things we need to know that, yeah, the victory's already won, but it's going to, you know, eventually be just completely, mm-hmm. you know, uh, conquered. <clears throat> yeah. This 
this kingdom, this satanic empire, this you know all the things that are taking place with that. Yeah. And so it's helpful for us as believers to know that you know our foe is vanquished. He's yeah. a vanquished foe. Um, and so some of the things we we talked about in that message were number one, Satan must succumb to the power of Jesus, right? Yeah. And, and he will ultimately, but he succumbs to that now. He, he succumbed to that uh, power at the cross yeah. and at the resurrection, you know. Um, you know, Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. Mm-hmm. He defeated any power Satan had over um, uh, anything at that point. Yeah. So, uh, but in this passage, we're able to see that because it says that... Um, <clears throat> I saw an angel coming down from heaven holding the key to the abyss and a great chain in his hand. He sees the dragon, that's Satan, the ancient mm-hmm. serpent, who's the devil, in case you didn't know that, and Satan, uh, John tells <laughs> yeah. us. To dispel any mystery. Yeah. And they bound him for a thousand years. So, like, he just must bow yeah. to Jesus' power. Mm-hmm. So, Well, yeah, and I think the thing that's so telling here is there, <clears throat> there is no battle. There is no, like, pushing back against. He just comes down and does it. Yes. <laughs> and, and Satan has no power to, yeah. to, uh, to fight back. Yeah. And, and the, the pertinence to our lives today is that if we, ri- if we serve the risen Savior, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit dwells within us and gives us power today yeah. to overcome our enemy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so good. I think that's very important. The second thing we, we kind of looked at those first ten verses and, and discovered was that Satan's able to be resisted and yeah. has no power over God's people. Like what you see here is a throng of people who who are who were dead and, and the passage says some of them beheaded, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they died serving Christ but resisting the devil. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so uh, what you know, the thing we talked about is like what is death? You know, death has no victory, death has no sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, death is but temporary. Jesus makes dead things alive. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> death is just a uh, minuscule thing to our Savior. So um, <clears throat> Satan can be resisted because people have done that for millennia. Right. You know, they've resisted his power, and um, and didn't give in to his way of thinking. Now. <clears throat> because these kingdoms are clashing, to use that mm-hmm. terminology before, there may be casualties, if you will, along the way. But yeah. but at the end of the day, like there's a resurrection, right? right? Christ has bought life for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll <clears throat> see, we see that in the later half of this uh, chapter. That's absolutely yeah. so. That you know, Satan can be resisted, and Satan can be resisted today. I was reminded of. Uh, an old Old Testament story, you know, and it's kind of like <clears throat> um, maybe a precursor to this kind of thought of of having to bow down to mm. the world system or whatever that you know that uh, some people in our world have to do that today. Like believers in other countries, they yeah. you know they they're martyred because of their faith. They're <clears throat> I think represented among these people that will yeah. be brought to this moment. <clears throat> And uh, uh, have resisted him, but all that to say is that it reminds me of Shadrach, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, mm-hmm. and Abednego, right? Which is, you know, a great felt board story. <laughs> yeah. You got the furnace, you got the fire. It's seven times hotter. You know, I mean, yeah. you got these three 
men, <clears throat> but they served the one true God, and they're gonna they're not gonna bow to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar. You right. know, they're not playing into this thing. Everybody else in the whole nation bows down, but you know, this. Can you imagine the little guy that's like, oh, uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> Mister Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, <laughs> Everything's going really well, except there's three there, fellows. There are these three guys, <laughs> and they're they're not bowing. I don't. We've we've you know we've prodded them and asked them to, but yeah. they're just not doing it. You know, and, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if that yeah. happened or not, but in my you mind, you can totally yes, see that guy yeah. though. <laughs> He's got a clipboard, I'm yeah. sure. And yeah, uh, yeah. and that you know, in sense, like how dare they? And right. and he knew, you know, I mean, it's it, it, these guys. Or like, we're not able to do that. Yeah. We worship somebody else. We can't worship you. <clears throat> and so then they say, and this is the thing I think shows us that we can resist Satan, but it may end up, <clears throat> it may end up, you know, putting us in a place of of being at odds <clears throat> with Satan and his kingdom and, and yeah. this world that we live in. Yeah. But the, but they said, <clears throat> our God is able to deliver us from the furnace. From the furnace. Mm-hmm. But even if He doesn't, right. we worship Him only. Yeah. You know. Now in that story, <clears throat> they were delivered. You know, a, yeah. a fourth person is seen in the fire. You know, I think it's a, I think it's a Christophany personally, mm-hmm. um, a pre-incarnate, um, um, you know, moment where Jesus sh- shows up in the scene. But yeah. Because it says there's a fourth theory he's likened to the Son of God. Yeah. So, <clears throat> or he's likened, yeah. So anyway, all that to say, that mentality I think we can have to sure. say, you know what? I'm worshiping Jesus. No That's matter all. what. Yeah. That's it. And you know what? He's able to deliver me from this fire, this difficulty, whatever, mm-hmm. these clashing kingdoms. He's able to deliver me. I believe it. He could do it. Mm-hmm. But even if he doesn't, he's worthy, and I worship him no matter what. Right. And that's how we resist the world. That's how we resist Satan, <clears throat> is to worship our Savior. Yeah, so. absolutely. That's good stuff. <clears throat> and there may be some sniveling little uh, um, <laughs> yeah. cardboard, you know, um, um, clipboard. clipboard holder, <laughs> you know. Oh, excuse me, you mm-hmm. can't do that. Yeah. I'd like to just point out. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we serve him, and 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 he's able to be resisted. The third thing we said was that Satan will try and try to deceive, but he will ultimately fail. And in, in this, these few verses, you've got this moment <clears throat> where he's released again after this. Millennium, and yeah. we we could talk about the millennium. We did that a little bit. We talked about the the three different theological views that mm-hmm. you know whole systems of uh, theological views that come because of those things. But I think if we focus on that, we fail to realize what's really happening here. What's yeah. what's the most important thing to see, and that is that you know Satan he, he's released, and what does he go to? Deception again, right? right? Yeah. <clears throat> but his his um, that's his mo. But <laughs> but his mo always leads to him failing, right? And yeah. so um, you know, so I think we just need to be on on the ready to you know realize deception is the name of the game for him. Mm-hmm. We just need to be aware, right? And then the final thing was that Satan and his entourage 
will eventually endure eternal torment. They'll be thrown into the lake of fire mm-hmm. along with anyone that that followed their yeah. ways. Mm. Which brings us to the last part of the chapter where we yeah. see you know that kind of thing transpire <clears throat> um So a few things that I think I wanted to kind of look at before we got into the passage is number one to realize that our society and and I think American Christianity um, lacks an understanding of who God is, Mm -hmm. his holiness, um, his rightful ability to enact judgment. It was interesting. I got home and, and, uh, and my daughter said, Dude, that's literally what she said. Yeah, God is scary, bro. <laughs> yeah, he can be. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I'm not sure that that was the point I wanted you to come away with, but right. But I do think it's something we have to consider, right? Sure. Yeah, we have to recognize and realize that it's not that that God is scary; it's that us. Not acknowledging who he is mm-hmm. and his holiness with our lives and depending upon Christ's intervention in our lives yeah. to make us acceptable to him. Yeah. That can be scary. Sure. Yeah. I think I think to your point, like that what she says is an is an example of, of a wider issue, mm-hmm. I think, that, that we have in the American church is that we so so many of our problem our problems quote unquote that we have with God are because we have we have way too low a view of Him mm-hmm. that we we think <clears throat> and we have way too high a view of ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah. that I think that that's the bigger problem but yeah. um, but I think that you're right that it <clears throat> when you when we think about when we think about the fact that God is potentially uh, malleable or that we can we can change Him. That's when we run into issues because then, then yes, it does seem scary when you. And you don't, I don't relish this passage, but at the same time, I don't, I don't fear it either because it's like, well, I'm. I understand why these people are being punished the way mm-hmm. they're being punished because of the choices that they made. Yeah. Um, but you're right. If if you're on if you're on the other side of that, mm-hmm. bro, he is scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that I think that that's a that's a great indication of kind of where a large portion of the American church stands mm-hmm. uh, on their view of God. Well. And perhaps churches have contributed to that. Oh, I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. I don't know that we have here, just because we've we talked a lot about his judgment yeah. over sure. the past uh, two years, because we've been in the book of Revelation. I think that's valuable to do that, yeah. to be in the book of Revelation. You know, you're not merely looking at an Old Testament passage that sometimes can be dismissed and say, oh, well, that's how God acted back yeah. then, and then right. Jesus came. It's like, well, this is Jesus. Yeah, like, it's this the is, same God. Yeah, it is the same God. <laughs> yeah. But this is Jesus, so it's kind of like, oh, wait a second, what's going on here, you know? Yeah. And 
if all you do is focus on this great great white throne you know moment <clears throat> which is is oftentimes what we do mm-hmm. Then you only see the fast that facet of him that he sits on a judge, he, uh, or a uh, judicial throne. He has the ability to cast judgment on people according mm-hmm. to how their lives align with these books, mm-hmm. and um, and if their name is not found in the book of life, then um, then they will be cast into the fiery furnace. So you know the the. the lake of fire so yeah and 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 so yeah that that's all you know or that's all you focus on then yeah but you also are you're overlooking the fact that even in the midst of this incredible judgment which is warranted and correct and righteous you still see the you still see god's grace in the middle of it you still see god's grace in the middle of it well you do and that's what that's why i hoped to convey with this message, the, the second thing before we got to the whole passage that I wanted to kind of talk about just for a moment is that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Jesus's judgment punishes the wicked, which is often what we focus on, but right. it also vindicates the righteous, right? Yeah. Which we like. We like that. Oh, yeah. We love to be vindicated. Yeah, we yeah. like vindication. You know, we like, it's, you know, it's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. You know, so, and then the third thing is that, you know, God has a standard and that's, that's the thing that's missing too. That's like, yeah. hey, there's these books. They're they're a measuring stick. Mm-hmm. How do you line up to them? Yeah. And the thing is, and we, we talked about this. The thing is, you don't line up to them at all. Right. No one does. Mm-hmm. No one is righteous. The only mm-hmm. thing that makes you righteous is how. What do you do with Jesus? Right. right? And that's that's what it gets to. So, so I I, I intentionally tried to sit in the first two points. Once we got into the passage and, and and kind of talked about the points, I t- intentionally try to sit in the tension for a moment. It was sure. It was tough. It was yeah. tough because you want to get to that. You want to get to the, the good news. You want to yeah, get to the. the you want to get to yeah. out of the tension, right? But it's. But my my fear is that we don't often enough pause and realize the height from which we fall. And you know, I mean, this we don't pause and think. You know, gosh. Without Christ, I'm nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and so, but you're absolutely right. In this passage, is the gospel. In yeah. this passage, is is grace. In the in this passage, is a way out. In this passage, is 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 the love of God. In the in this passage, the blood of Christ covers those, mm-hmm. you know. And and we're not there yet. So it's not. It, it, there's moment. There's still still a moment to respond to call out to the Lord to be saved as scripture tells us there's there's still an opportunity for people's sins to be forgiven and mm-hmm. for them to stand before God in this moment and and not un, not dressed in their own righteousness but dressed in the righteousness of Christ yeah. you know that there's still an opportunity and that's beautiful yeah mm-hmm. that's glorious that's amazing yeah. you know and so the first thing that we lo- looked at was that Jesus Rightfully judging the works of all mankind, he's sitting on his throne. He's rightfully judging mm-hmm. the works of all mankind. <clears throat> uh, it says, you know, "There's a throne. There's one sitting on it, and no one wants to be near it." Basically, yeah. You know, everybody's like, "Oh my goodness, where I right. can't be here." <laughs> um, and so he is there, rightfully. God is there, rightfully judging mankind, and he's judging them based off of these books that he's opened up, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about, like, uh, what are the books? Well, 
number one, the books are ancient. They, uh, Daniel spoke of these books, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel chapter 7. Um, you know, is it the standard of God's law? Is it, you know, is it, really what we know is that it are, it's these books that people weigh their, or God weighs your actions and your life and your works against them. And if it doesn't line up, which it won't, I mean, it's, right. this is, it's, it's really the mind of God and, and his dealings with anyone who's chosen mm-hmm. to remain in their unrighteousness um, um, at the end of time. So, um, but we do see those um, in, in, in Daniel chapter 7. Yeah. And in this moment, God throws the books yeah. at the people to use that, you know, legal, right. legalese, you know, throw the books at them, you know, that he does. <laughs> He does, and I, and I do think you know, you know, dude, that's you know, dude, God is scary, bro. You know, I mean, <laughs> um, finding myself at the end of human history, mm. at the end of redemptive history, only able. To hold up my works, mm. my deeds, yeah. my so-called righteousness before God and say, please, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you know, that is scary. Yeah. That is scary. Should be. Mm-hmm. Because none of that is worthy. None yeah. of that is worth it. None of that is good enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that would be you know. So that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the tension I wanted to sit in for a moment. Sure. I really wanted to get to the gospel. It's like no, no, no. <laughs> sit in this for a moment. Just, just sit. But what we saw in the message, and, and you know, when we finally kind of let that sit, and then we, you know, it's like, but. Yeah. Yeah. God wrote. God opens these other books. <clears throat> and uh, if we find ourselves only able to come on our own merit, that's scary. Yeah, and I think too before before you move on from that point, that I think I think that's a when you read <clears throat> this passage that it's a good opportunity for us to 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 evaluate ourselves mm-hmm. because I think that it's easy for people who have a history in church. To say, yeah, there'll be some dirty, rotten sinners that'll get what they deserve that day. And yet, we do the exact same thing in churches sometimes, and under with different clothes on it. Um, but we, you know, we we become ultra religious mm-hmm. and think that, well, but look at all look at all the things I've done. Like mm-hmm. I was, I, I had perfect attendance in Sunday school, mm-hmm. you know, or I read my Bible, or I did this, or I did that, and. Jesus had something to say about that mm-hmm. when he said, you, you did none of those things and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, you didn't do them unto me yeah. is what he says. Right. And so I think it's, it's a, it's a good opportunity for us to evaluate because like you to your point that we're not at this point yet in history. Mm-hmm. So we still have an opportunity to, to turn to the grace of God yeah. and, um, and away from our own self-reliance. Um, so I think it's it's a it's a good opportunity to do that. 
I think it's a great point. I think it's a great, another another opportunity that stands before us in that moment to evaluate is to realize there are people in our lives mm-hmm. that if something doesn't happen with the trajectory of their lives, yeah. they too will stand before God, yeah. only able to offer up their own self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. And that don't measure up. Yeah. And that should be scary. Mm-hmm. Um that should <clears throat> compel us to plead with them. Yeah. Uh, to trust Christ. Um, and that's not on us if they do or not. But, sure. man, we better we better at least tell them. Right. But then as you, we sat in that tension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, in the message, we started saying, you know, it's like, there's another book. Yeah. Thank God there's another book, you know. And, and it kind of did what I hoped it would and just kind of built up and, and to this moment where, like, people are applauding, you know. I mean, that, that there is another book. Yeah. It's the, the blood of Jesus covers those written in that book, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's, there's those of us who will come to the end of human history, of redemptive history, and say... I have no right to be here, mm-hmm. but but by the blood of Christ I come. But by the grace of God I come mm-hmm. through Christ. The blood covers me, you know, and yeah. that Jesus will say, "They're good. She's mine. He's yeah. mine. My blood covers him. My blood covers her." Yeah. You know, and and uh, and thank God there is another book. Um, and then the 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 final kind of thing in the passage is that, like, if your name's not written in that book. You're cast into the lake of fire. Yeah. The same eternal torment that reserved for Satan. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. And that's heavy. Yeah. But but it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But there's another book. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. my prayer, you know, if someone's listening to this, and maybe, you know, who knows? Who knows what happens out of there on the interwebs, you know? <laughs> um my hope is that you'll hear this and not just think, dude, God is scary, bro, you know, but you'll think it'd be scary to be at that great white throne Mm -hmm. in my own strength, Mm -hmm. in my own merit. But thank God Mm-hmm. Jesus died and I can trust in him yeah and my name be found in that other book um, so if, if that's you and you've um, never trusted Christ and you can do that today the Bible says mm-hmm. today's the day of salvation the Bible says uh, for God so loved the world that who uh, whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, shall not be cast into the lake of fire, mm-hmm. but will have eternal life. So I, I urge you, I implore you, seek Christ, trust in Christ, um, find Christ mm-hmm. and, and 
give your heart and life to him. And uh, if you need help with that, you can email us at the path at LafayetteFirst.life. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions about any of this, and we'd love to connect with you and, you know, uh, engage with you in this conversation, yeah. you know, uh, in any way possible. But I, I urge you, you know, um, don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Trust on Christ today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. We would love to have that conversation with you. We'd love to help you find a relationship with Jesus because it is the thing that matters, uh, as we've seen throughout the book of Revelation, that uh, we would love to help you find a relationship with Jesus. Like Derek said, you can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life. Uh, we'd walk you through that wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening to this and whenever you may be listening to this. You can email us and we'd love to have a conversation with you. Or if, if there's questions, if there's a way that we might could resource you to tell others about uh, having a relationship with Jesus, we'd love to do that as well. Um, just start the conversation. We'd love to talk with you about it. And, and no matter where you are, like geographically, but no matter where you are on your spiritual journey. Yeah, man, you know, like definitely. You may have been in church your entire life or you may have... N- be just brand new to this or you may have gone to church gotten hurt by the church and left the church and you may have things in your life that you think the church won't love me the church mm. won't you know, that's not true man yeah. like we don't want to leave you there but we we'd meet you where you are that's how jesus works right so um don't let anything hinder you from at least having a conversation Absolutely. Like, and we'd be glad to do that either of us yeah definitely um and, and you know we, we love you. We want you to know that. And we want to uh, share with you uh, the truth of God's Word and mm-hmm. help you to find Christ. So That's right. That's right. Well, next week we will continue on chapter 21, uh, the new heavens and the new it's earth. so close, yeah. man. Ch- chapters 21 and 22. And we're right. made it. We, we have made it all the way it. through. <laughs> That's right. Um, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope that you will join us as we continue down the path.